0: The
1: Sportsy Show. Welcome to the Sportsy Show. This is Championship Chatter with the Commissioner, the 2021 Fantasy Season Volume 5 edition of the show. Yeah, we're in season. We're trying to keep it weekly. This might be the last season or the last week that we have our guest with us this week.
0: This is Ale, your uh, champion of the Never Knew, in the Dynasty League.
1: And I am your host, Chucky B. Uh, let's get right into it. So the League of Enthusiasm, our predictions for week five were not good. We both went one and four.
0: Oh, shit. That's not
1: good. Who? What was the game I got right? I don't remember off the top of my head. Oh, okay. But overall, you're still beating me. 11 to 9 is your record and mine is 6 and 14 in LOE for predictions. Not very good. Not very good at all.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be keeping that lead all year.
1: All right, so let's run down what happened in week five real quick. We have the Weapon X Project versus the Anti-Dentites, and that is Jake versus myself. Jake cruised the victory 139.7 to 100.8. Not a good week for my squad and a good week for Jake's squad. Uh, That's what I'm going to chalk it up to. Not giving up. There's a lot of teams that make the playoffs. I can have a late surge. And still make the playoffs. And if I make the playoffs, that's all that matters. Then I got a shot. Just got to keep on trying, keep on playing, keep on plugging. You'll get there. And then our next matchup, we have Your Mom Loves Black Chubb versus The Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks. We have Trey versus Tom. And this is our game of the week. Yeah, this game came down to the wire. And... Tom could have avoided a loss here if he just didn't start Chris Carson, who was injured on Thursday night.
0: Was that like a late call? Because I saw um, he was also started in the Dynasty League.
1: Uh, I know Rob was like in the text. He's like, motherfucker. Oh. Because we had a text going on for Thursday night games. And, uh, yeah, but this game was really fucking close. Trey won 123.1 to 121.7.
0: Damn, yeah, that's uh you can basically start anybody and that would have worked out for you.
1: And I know Tom had texted earlier today in the group chat um that had Rodrigo Blankenship made that last kick. Oh damn. That's a Dude, that uh, was such a crazy that's game. That's a though. game swinging miss right there for Tom. Not only would he have picked up the victory, but he also got the negative 1 which brought him down to 121.7 from 122. So I mean it would've been a closer margin. Well even so
0: even if he just didn't attempt those two cuz he had the one he missed and then the one that got blocked so that's minus 2 right there. Yeah. Damn, that's Yeah,
1: so that would he would have been at 123.7 with a a point 4 point victory. Yeah, no, that's
0: Damn, that's that's rough.
1: And that also just kind of like rolls right into the curse. Is that because of the curse, or is that just because Tom sucks?
0: Uh, I wouldn't go as far as Tom sucks. He's done well in uh, all the years that I've played with him. Um,
1: so there, there is some. But you of- can still at
0: least bench, like even if you don't have someone, you can at least just bench him so he's not eating up a spot. But like I said, I I I don't have Carson on any of my team, so I wasn't looking into the into that situation at all. I do
1: have Alex Collins in uh the Dynasty League. Good luck with that one. Yeah, he's Alex Collins. it's great. Tom, you want to trade me two first round picks for him? <laughs> yeah. Next we have the Yetis versus Chicago Twisted Maniacs. It continues to be a rough season for Brad when he scores a lot of points, 140.6 and still picks up the L because Nick scored 174.6, which is the new high score for the season and it is the high score for the week obviously
0: yeah i'm not surprised that there's a high score there's so many high uh i just, i guess just big output games there's four quarterbacks who really crushed it
1: well i mean he has derrick henry for uh for 31 points yeah. mark andrews for 30.7 points and jonathan taylor for what is that 25.9 points yeah no jonathan taylor's good i like him. so it's like 50 points picked up just
0: last night oh yeah no, like between last night that Chargers Browns game, there's a couple where it's just if you you just hope you have someone. Then we
1: have Rob's zombies falling to Dan. Come get some! And what I expected to be a great game of the week, and it was a destruction. Dan picking up the victory, one hundred and sixty-eight point two to eighty-three, which was the uh low for the the low score of the week for Rob.
0: Uh, I believe that one's got to be the, the one game I got correct because I'm pretty sure I picked Dan every week. So that would make sense.
1: That might have been the one game we both got correct. No, no, I, I actually picked Tom. Or Did I pick myself to beat? Yeah, No, I think you picked Jake to beat me. And I think I picked Dan to beat Rob. I don't remember exactly, though. I don't know, yeah.
0: One and four is terrible, so regardless, it's...
1: And then last but not least, we have The Guru picking up a victory against Dumb Mac Flop Servin, 161 points to 131.3. So, again, another pretty high-scoring affair, and it was just unlucky that uh, Jordan faced Sean when he could have faced Rob. He could have faced Tom or Trey. He could have faced me. Pick up a victory. That's just because he's got Lamar, and Lamar is the greatest player ever. And that brings us down to our MVP race update. We have in first place Derek Henry with six votes and 120.5 fantasy points on the season. In second place Nick Chubb also with six votes but he trails in the total fantasy points 77.8. And then in third place Mike Williams making a run for the votes with four with a total of 85.1 fantasy points on the season. Then we head over to our quarterback of the year race, and Kyler Murray stays in first place with 10 total points. In second, Jalen Hurts with eight total points, and then in third place after a monstrous week, Justin Herbert moves up with seven points and 133 total fantasy points on the year. Now let's pull up on the little TV here, the week six scoreboard, and let's start here at the top. Apparently my team is always at the top because it's set up through my login probably yeah so the anti-dentites versus shy style hot dog heart attacks we have tom the reigning defending champion of the league of enthusiasm versus myself who is uh right there along with some other players i believe in last place i am at one in four need a victory here to start my playoff push
0: uh i'm i'm gonna pick tom
1: I am projected to lose this game as of right now, 109.9, 100 I think, to 123.
0: I just know he's got the Mahomes-Allen combo. So Yeah, yeah, that, gonna be, that could hurt. It'll be tough to ever uh, go against that.
1: I also have picked Tom to to win this. Um, hoping that the curse does its job, I will gladly take the loss and the predictions to get the win on where it counts. That would be pretty fine. Next, we have the Chicago Twisted Maniacs versus Rob Zombies. Brad also needs to get a victory here to make his potential playoff push. And Rob needs to pick up a victory after losing two games in a row after starting 3-0, I believe. He started Uh, 3-0. I'm
0: going to have to go with Brad on that one just because... I guess Heineke has been playing a lot better than uh expected but does he have yeah he's got Dalvin. so if dalvin does come back i guess it still might be a split backfield situation a little bit just until he's kind of 100 percent. but saquon going down with uh, apparently he's only gonna be out for a couple weeks even though that his ankle looked disgusting
1: yeah yeah that that is a little rough one there i went ahead and took rob yeah i'm gonna go brad on that one Next, we have Demac Flop Servin Jordan, who is one and four versus the Weapon X Project Jake, who is three and two. Jordan also needs to get a victory here in order to try to make that playoff push. Uh,
0: I think I have to go. I think I have to go, Jake, on this one, just because uh, Matt Ryan's on by and. It does not look like there's many. What was it Roeth- Roethlisberger? I don't know what his deal is, but he is not doing anything this year. So yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Jake because of a uh, bye weeks.
1: I picked Jake, but I'm a little worried that Joe Burrow might not play. And if Joe oh, Burrow does play, because he
0: the what throat contusion thing or yeah,
1: something, then he's kind of screwed because all he has is Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. Yeah, I did pick Jake to win this game, but.
0: I'm going to switch here well, at the last second. Well, plus Kamart, well, Kamara's on by. Uh Chuba Hubbers in the starting lineup currently, and if McCaffrey's back then that loses a lot of value. Um he's got CEH on the bench, but he just got hurt. Nah, you know what? I am going to stay with Jake. Yeah, though between the 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 quarterback on bye and the the running back situation, I got to go with Jake. Then we move
1: to what I assume could be the game of the week. We have come get some. That is Dan four and one versus the Yetis Nick at three and two. Nick has had a pretty sick output here by Jalen Hurts, and and with addition of Derrick Henry, just been kind of mowing people over. Oh, uh, was that?
0: Yeah, no, I gotta go. With Nick on this
1: one. I have also picked Nick to win this game.
0: Then, last
1: but certainly not least in our hearts, we have the Guru Sean, who is three and two, versus your mom loves Black Chub Trey, who is also three and two. This could be a very good game. Uh, we have the leading player. In the quarterback of the year race Award uh, Kyler Murray for Trey's team Versus Lamar Jackson On Sean's team
0: Yeah this one's a it's tough because Both teams have a quarterback that Can really carry you and Like if you had the ability to have them forever Like that'd be a pretty Pretty, pretty cool team to have
1: Well they can't keep <laughs> one guy Forever
0: I I'm actually gonna go Trey just because um Sean is miles Sanders and i I'm just very old then once even though like Mac Jones isn't crushing it by any means but um I don't know I just I, I don't hate Miles Sanders as a player I just hate him in his situation and it's I don't know he just seems like he's just gonna be disappointing all year
1: I went uh Sean on this one for sure. Guru getting the victory, no probs. Fuck you, Trey. Wait, what was Sean's record? 3-2 and two as well as uh, oh, Trey's. At
0: least, at least he's got a winning record on this one for the self-proclaimed uh, Guru.
1: Yeah, I think there's a couple of leagues I'm in with him where he's
0: 0-5. Not surprising.
1: Now we're going to move to the Dynasty League portion of the podcast where you went 5-0 and in the predictions last week. I went 3-2, and bringing us to a grand total of... Both being tied for 17 and three with the predictions. What were the two that
0: we disagreed on?
1: Do not know. Do not remember. Off the top of my head, I have it on my board. Actually. I'm
0: guessing you picked Rob and, oh, the you picked, it was the Tom Zach one. Oh, you know what? I picked me to win over Trey.
1: Oh, that could have been it too. But we did get a victory this week, folks. We didn't win in the standings. But we did win in our hearts when the Little Jerry's, they broke 100, ladies and gentlemen. Or should I just say gentlemen? Because I don't think there are any ladies listening to this.
0: I'm surprised it only took five weeks to get there. After the first few outputs, I'm like, this might go to like week eight, nine,
1: maybe? 105.8 points for the Little Jerry's. We love them. You love them. Everybody loves the Little Jerry's. But yeah, Trey Trey won 131.2 to 105.8, but let's be honest, I really won that matchup in our hearts because of breaking 100. Let's move on to the next game, and that would be your reigning defending champions of the world, uh, the Nevernudes versus... The little Lebowski, Urban Achievers, Ryan, and this was a beat down: one hundred and forty-eight
0: point one to one hundred and eight point six. That's just because Lamar Jackson's incredible. I was down a couple of points going in the game, like I wasn't worried because I had him and Tucker, and he and Ryan was done. But um, I obviously didn't expect a forty-point point game. Especially, yeah, you Andrews going either. No, I've been starting uh, Waller. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. Which after well. Now that Gruden's out, maybe uh, things get a little bit more uh, consistent and settle down. Hopefully, uh,
1: and Ruggs becomes the man.
0: Yeah, no, that's exactly where I was going with that. Um, Ruggs
1: and Derek Carr, just Derek Carr throws
0: for over three hundred and fifty every week. All of a sudden, they start using Kenyon Drake. I don't know if that's good or if it's like good or bad that Gruden's gone. Like, obviously, it's good that he's gone because what he did was pretty shitty. But like, um. Cause he's obviously a pretty solid coach. Like I'd say he's for sure an above average coach. But like I don't know how much of what he did was a detriment to the team outside of the last like week or two. Because otherwise, like he's slowly, slowly been getting them the last few years like a little bit more to like what he's looking trying to do and stuff. And like there's at least like Derek Carr was playing his best. You know, the I first
1: thing Derek Carr has played pretty well over the last few years.
0: It's still well for him is still like middle of the road like a good year for Derek Carr is still outside of the top 10 I don't know it's int- I'm just interested to see what happens with all of that going forward and like I know I think it's what their offensive coordinator's is taking over or something
1: I saw that they named somebody I just didn't see who it was
0: yeah I didn't recognize I want I'm almost positive it's the offensive coordinator but um I would have to assume that they're gonna go big game hunting for a head coach in the off season. so
1: so, all I can say is that I wish I had played one of the opponents in the next game. The Gotham City Rogues, Jake's team, versus the Fug-Offs, Rob's team, when Jake crushed him. 149.5 to 79.8. Yeah, I wish I would have drawn Rob this week. Because Little Jerry's then would have gotten a win in our hearts and in
0: the standings. Yeah, Rob started Chris Carson, which we had you know talked about before. I didn't really understand, but, like, it's not like it would have made a huge difference. Yeah, I think it's, he
1: just realized it during the game that yeah. he was fucking hurt. and
0: I just like, think fuck. that, I think Rob's got, like, the greatest team you can have that isn't doing well for some reason. Because he has a bunch of good pieces, like, Wilson getting hurt it's going to fuck him over. But, like, Zeke's still... Doing Zeke things. Yeah, like, he's still up there. He's not number one overall like he was before, but, like... Four Nets finally you know, winning over that uh Tampa Bay job and shit. And um well and then you know Mike Armor getting hurt, he's got Tyreek who, you know, can blow up at any point. Um so yeah, I think he's he's the one where if he if he sells off some pieces that he can, you know, really really get a haul for a couple things and still have some stuff left over for a rebuild.
1: Then we move on to our fourth game of the week potentially our game of the week it just wasn't as close as the uh, the, our fifth game uh we have tom shy style hot dog heart attacks perennial fucking playoff team past five years versus the up and coming no they're here the green bastards zach's team and Zach just was like, no, I am here. I'm ready to contend. Give me your fucking title, Al. Uh, 164.5 to 141 points. Zach with the win.
0: No, that's what I was saying. I thought Zach's got a really good team. Um, Tom disagreed a couple weeks ago with me. But, um, you know, I, you know, this is just one week where they happen to be matched up and he beat them. But, like, I got... I got standings to go over later that will kind of show that Zach's been crushing it.
1: So, And then our last game of week five, The Guru, Sean, versus Make Juju Great Again, Mark. Mark picks up the, the narrow victory in uh, the game of the week, 125.3 to 116.7.
0: That was uh, Jonathan Taylor last night bringing him over the top right i would assume so yeah which he's he's good i like i like him a lot i can i was very surprised when he took a number one overall last year because i figured it was a lock between uh either burrow or edward tiller and yes it
1: was jonathan taylor going for 28.9 points last night that brought him over the top
0: Yeah, but yeah, props to Mark on taking that pick because I don't think I think a lot of people didn't didn't expect that, didn't see it coming. So,
1: also, I just wanted to point out that uh, almost half the league is either one in four or
0: worse. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that Sean sucks, but
1: so this past week in the waiver wire pickups, it was pretty barren as uh, there wasn't really much movements. A couple of dollar players here and there, but Jake spent uh, about $24 in total when he picked up uh, Perrine and Williams, uh, backup running backs who were potentially going to be getting the start. Uh, He ended up starting Williams in, you know, in route to his, his victory and got him like just under 15 points. And he didn't necessarily need it as he put a beating on Rob, but it showed some smart maneuvering and uh he's making a real a, a real push to be a playoff team this year
0: yeah um just kind of going with that with the the split in the standings uh i added up all the uh you know if, if you played everyone what would your record be um for the season and they directly correlate to how the the current standings are so it's not like there's a lot of outlier games where like ah uh, you're not s- telling me i would be at first. Uh, no, yours is kind of funny though. Um, so the, the top two is the two undefeated teams. It's my team and Zach's team. We're both 38 and seven. Uh, and then Tom who's in third place, uh, has 29 and 16. So it's definitely a solid almost.
1: There's a huge, a huge leap between the top two teams and, and Tom.
0: Uh, not too much. There's a, there's a. A decent, a decent drop, but nothing crazy. And then Jake's at 26 and 19, so it's still pretty strong. He's plus 7. And then Mark's just above 500 at 24 and 21. So I feel like those are moving forward, how the teams are set up and, like, the situations with everything, that those are going to be the five contenders who are going to be looking for the playoffs. So it'll probably come down to Jake and Mark and for the last playoff spot. Um, and then fifth and six is rob and sean are both 20 and 25 ryan's 18 and 27 which i feel like that number is gonna kind of drop even more because of keep, the keep movie dropping made. like a brick um but then trey's nine and 36 and what would you guess yours is maybe three three ones yep three and
1: 42 there we go <sighs> well
0: there's, jerry's got three victories there's been there's been three teams i think it's this it was this past week you got two so, you've had several last place finishes.
1: But, well, I mean, that necessarily wasn't the plan, but is the plan. Was the plan, isn't the plan. I don't know. We've, we've had so many different ways to go about this team
0: that come at me with your trade offers. See, so going but in. But I'm not giving guys away. During the offseason, I thought you were doing a good job of like doing moves to, like, build for the future and not necessarily worry about this year. And then you kind of had a late push. Not that they were bad moves, but, like, they were win-now moves that you, I feel like you still got pretty solid value for most of of the things you did. So I just would have guessed you would have had a little bit more production than what it ended up being. But um, it's good that you're looking to sell off some pieces and everything now. It obviously doesn't help that one, like, one of your first round picks, Etienne, was hurt before the season even started.
1: I do have uh, two really good wide receivers available for trade. Both happen to play for the same team, but they're both really good. Uh, oh, Antonio uh, Brown and Mike Evans. Yeah. Antonio Brown is super cheap, and uh, Mike Evans is pretty cheap too for they're both amazing players. He's under
0: 20. Was he like 17, 19, something like that?
1: Uh, something like that. Yeah, it's. I'd say that's
0: kinda on, on par for what a receiver of his caliber should be costing, so high teens, low twenties.
1: Well come at me guys. I'm ready to sell off some of these pieces, but not just give them away. Remember, the younger the younger the more expensive.
0: Well that's not good for Antonio Brown then. Though he's super cheap and I I feel like he's still gotta have another year or two after this. Plus he's He looks been doing like great he's played the like like he's the best he's played in years. Well Yeah, there was what a two three year stretch where he kind of just completely fell off. But I get what you're saying. Like he was, I don't think he's. I don't think he's ever gonna go because he was. He had what like a three year stretch where he was like unarguably the number one receiver in the league. I don't think he's ever gonna get crazy. Yeah, what was it? Who's those? uh,
1: The Raiders, the Patriots, and now Tampa Bay.
0: No, no, um wasn't Ray Malo. Who's the dude? Oh, Vantes perfect. Isn't he, he the one who who knocked the sense out of him? Oh. I want to say I think Ryan brought it up where it's like yeah, ever since that concussion, that hit, he wasn't the same. That they like, like people people close to him are like, yeah, he's different now. Which hopefully everything's good cuz like that's I don't know, that's not not a good thing.
1: Also, no trades were had were made this week. Um after our biggest trading week of the season so far in week four nothing happened in week
0: five yeah i think so much went on that everything just needed to settle down and i think now too it should help that um there is starting to get a little bit of separation on contenders and pretender type thing um like i was telling you before like i'm scared of zach's team though the one thing i'm if I was him I'd be concerned for it's just his running back depth so like I want to say he's got all his picks maybe a couple extra ones um so like if he went to like Rob or something to go get Zeke or Fournette or something just to get give himself a little bit more depth I feel like that would be the move for him to do for the season just to kind of protect himself because if one of his dudes goes down like it could it could be a big detriment to his team though he does have solid receivers that he can put in the flex and stuff but i just think it'd be it'd be wise for him to uh go a little bit more depth
1: then we get to our predictions for week 5 for the dynasty league let's start with your team because this is going to be the game of the week we have the reigning defending never nudes versus the potential 2021 champions the green bastards
0: I'm taking Zach I figured you would everyone's rooting against me that's why I'm gonna win and I'm gonna pick myself um no, like I said Zach's got a good team um, his quarterbacks combined for over 70 points I want to say which I'm not you know to expect that would be would be absurd but like easily 50s 60 points is, this could is potentially
1: definitely... be the championship preview match it could also potentially be the first round uh preview um because if he somehow falls the third place
0: well he'd still need to he'd have to drop to fourth which i feel like at this point yeah i guess that's true assuming well if one of us dropped to to fourth because i'm assuming the way things have gone so far that it it at least appears that one of us will be the one seed so like Mostly, in you know most cases, this could potentially be the, the championship preview, which it's I don't know. We talked about the the Saquon injury before, but like that kind of sucks. But like that's why I did the the trade with Brian to get Dalvin Cook, which I guess my worst case scenario is if Dalvin comes back this week and it's kind of a split situation where neither him nor Madison are really getting a full workload and they're kind of taking away each other or. You know, if one does good and one doesn't, and I start the wrong one, um, but yeah, like that's that's the point of getting going for depth, and it's not like I can start a receiver because I literally only have two eligible healthy receivers for this week.
1: Well, I do have Mike Evans and Antonio Brown available. For trade.
0: I don't really have any roster spots, so
1: I mean, I could take a bum plus picks.
0: I guess the the. The lowest receiver on my on my team right now would be Chark, and that's just because he's hurt. Which I still feel I'm. I've heard something where they they were looking to resign him, and they were talking about it before the season or when the season started about giving him an extension because he's a free agent after the year. But um, because I I liked his outlook. Once they got the number one pick, it's like well, if they get Trevor Lawrence, he's a lot better than Gardner Minshew, which I like Minshew. He's solid. I think he'll have a Fitzpatrick type career, but like, it seemed like it could really expand his game to where he could potentially be that consistent top ten guy. Um, but injuries and the Jaguars just being just a just a mess doesn't didn't help him at all. But he might sign somewhere different, and you know that could be a better situation altogether. So
1: uh, the next game i would pick for what could be one of the games of the week would be the shy style hot dog heart attacks versus make juju great again we have tom versus mark in what could be a potential playoff match yeah
0: that one's possible i'm Um, taking
1: tom right here to solidify his his uh potential
0: playoff Spot of either two or three. Yeah, I would have to go with um, Tom as well. He lost CEH, but uh, there's a strong chance that uh, McCaffrey comes back, which would be obviously a huge upgrade, assuming um, he's relatively healthy and everything. And I just think, like, I like Mark's team a lot. It just seems like, because he's four deep at running back, in my opinion, but it just seems like um, too many, like, Miles Sanders, you know, already discussed him earlier. And um so he's kind of disappointing and also um you know, Jacobs has been banged up a little bit, a little bit inconsistent, but like Jonathan Taylor's a stud. DeAndre Swift's good to great. Um but it just seems like he either needs Jacobs or Sanders to kind of step up to what we all expected them when they were coming into the league.
1: So, uh, next we have the upset special of the week. The Fugga-Offs versus Johnson's out for Harambe. I am taking Trey in an upset to You're win.
0: You're switching it up. I gotta pull. I gotta see who has even got left because he he got uh, banged up with injuries. Um, uh, I think I would have to go. Yeah, Trey missing out on him, Mike Davis and Kamara for the week. That's gonna be an issue. He doesn't really hit like Ingram's been getting the ball, he hasn't been doing much with it. Um so I think Goff's at least healthy so he'll have two no depot's gonna suck. I gotta go with Rap still. It's the the bye weeks for um the bye weeks for Trey I think is what's gonna hold him back.
1: Then we have what I think is gonna be the first of two blowouts. The Gotham City Rogues versus the Little Jerrys. That's right. There's going to be a blowout in your hearts when the Little Jerrys almost win, but then lose, just like the Lions.
0: No, not really. Jake's just going to destroy me. Yeah, I'm I'm obviously going to have to go with a team that's um, outscored more than three teams throughout the year.
1: Then last but not least, we have the guru, Sean, versus the Little little Lebowski Urban Achievers, Ryan. And I am
0: taking Sean. Yeah, sadly, I have to take Sean. Um, I'm just looking at what the projected scores are now. Ryan's only projected to get 78, which seems extremely low. It only has Davis Mills and Brissett each to get two points. I don't know if Tua's is coming back. I haven't looked into it because I can care less about Tua and Davis Mills. I'm not sure if Tyrod's coming back or if they just think he sucks that much. But um, yeah, his quarterback is—you know—issues are pretty obvious. He's obviously in rebuild mode. You know, he's got good receivers and stuff, but you can only you can only start three of them. And when you're running back, like Chase Edmonds is solid, but you know if that's who you're depending on, it's not really going to get you too far. Which I'm glad I did not trade for Tyson Williams, because I was prepared to give him not a first, but like you know, an early second, maybe throwing a little bit a sweetener on top of it. But um, I'm glad I held out and ended up with the the Delvin Cook and Alexander Madison combo.
1: Well, that brings us to the end of the podcast for the week. Until next week, fuck off! I got work to do.